welcome to another episode of Wrong Opinions Only with your hosts Justin and Kayla. Just at the front end, I want to let you guys know that my voice is a little off today, coming back from a little bit of a cold. So apologize for any nasally uh, sounds or coughs you hear throughout the podcast. Try to clean it up the best we can. Anyway, Kayla, what are we talking about today? I'm here in perfect health, and uh, I gotta say... Listen, reality TV is back, baby. And we got a lot to talk about today. We have The Circle on Netflix we're going to get into. And The Challenge All-Stars 3, which is available on Paramount Plus, is back. I mean, a great day. Absolute great day. I don't know how The Challenge All-Stars 3 is back. And we don't even know when the actual regular challenge is coming out. Maybe they've realized that this All-Stars cast is just going to trump any regular challenge. So they wanted to wait. As I said, I much preferred All-Stars 2 to the mm-hmm. current season of regular challenge on MTV. So I think we're seeing a direct result of them realizing that was more popular overall. But before we go into the challenge, we're going to start with the circle because we got eight episodes to talk about. Season four, super excited. Let's go. Then you maintain the status. Orby has nothing to fear. From Atlanta, Fulton covering five all right so season four what do you think about some of the changes they did this season we got celebrities catfishing to earn players more cash we got actual trevor who uh delisa last season who won season three she was catfishing as her husband trevor he's actually on this season because they had this bet that he essentially believed he could do it better, even though she won the whole season. So he's on catfishing as one of their family friends coming to the circle. Wild. What else? What do you think? I really enjoyed this season so far. I like the twist they've done. Some have been a little corny, like this whole cyber hacker thing that uh, episode eight ended with. A little corny, but I like the twist. I like the mechanics of it. It kind of forces these contestants to engage with each other more. It forces them to make more alliances, to backstab a little bit more. And we're getting more out of them. I feel like season two specifically, nobody said anything. It was all just like, oh, hey, oh, thank you. I love you. Oh, you're great. And there was no real depth in the conversation. Mm -hmm. So they've gotten these games implemented now where you can see if somebody's a catfish because they can't do makeup or they're not as good of a baker as their profile says. And then you have these questions about their history that they need to answer and they need to stay in line with everything. And it really puts them out and people are able to figure out the catfishes pretty quick, it seems so far. Which is a whole nother conversation I don't know if we want to get into right now, which is, do I even care if you're a catfish as long as you're going to vote for me at the top? Like, who cares? We can because I, well, before we do, I want to say the hacking kind of persona that you're talking about is a good point because I was kind of hoping they kind of had the cyber attack thing. I was kind of hoping they would like reveal what they had been saying to each other as part of the hack. Like when they were abruptly ending their conversations or, you know, like interrupting stuff. I was like, how great would it be if they're talking shit about each other or like talking about their alliance and then a piece of it gets put to a group chat or something and they have to kind of, word their way out or maybe be maybe it like makes them say something they didn't say you know something like i thought they could do more things that might involve some like like, in the moment creativity i kind of like where they take snips of each person's conversation anonymously and put, put it in the group chat so that you have to use context to figure out who said it the only downside with that is 
whoever wasn't in a conversation, whoever was kind of the slacker that wasn't talking to anybody, kind of gets off scot-free. But the whole, what they were able to do was look through the photos or a handful of photos from the person that they Mm -hmm. were assigned. They post whatever photo they want. Most of the people are trying to be strategic to post something that would, you know, call somebody out. And then they're able to ask them a question Mm -hmm. anonymously. Some of these people are terrible with these. When it comes to asking questions and getting information out of people, people are idiots. They're like, oh, is this you just scheming up your ways? How is somebody going to answer that? They're going to say, no, haha, I'm just doing this. Stupid. Ask direct questions. And for the love of God, circle like whole enterprise, figure out a way to make them answer the questions when mm-hmm. they go, hey, who is your number one ally or Maybe they can't be that obvious, but there's a few of those in there like, oh, which is the person you wouldn't save if you had the choice given right now? Nobody answers. They always go, oh, I love all of you. I would take all of you on the cruise with me, or I do this, or I Yeah, you're talking about Frank, and they asked who he would want to bring in the boat. But here's the thing. like, I also think it's doing something when they don't answer because all of them are going... They didn't answer this question. They're volu- like they're all taking note of the people that choose True. to do a safe answer, which generally in the group chats, that's what they're doing. They're just fluffing each other up. Like occasionally, like Alyssa, which we'll go into, she she's very open about sharing stuff with herself mm-hmm. and getting to know you. I feel like a lot of them are just kind of buffing each other up, as we said. So that's a good point. I, w- I was kind of looking for that a little bit because I liked the hacker kind of like them I not did. knowing what was going to happen to them, but I wish they would have like... Went a little further with it. And I think Brew did mm-hmm. it perfectly with Nathan, who he assumed was a catfish, because Nathan is fucking terrible. He, worst character by far. And he's like, hey, there's a lot of golfing photos. Let me ask him a golfing question. So we asked him, hey, you golf a lot. This is interesting. How many shots under par or how many shots is an eagle, basically? Mm-hmm. So a golfer would know this. I thought this was right on point. This is what you need to do because... He needs to give a direct answer. There's only one correct answer. It puts him on the spot. It goes through all the photos. I would have wanted something a little more difficult than what's an eagle. I feel like people can figure that out. A birdie is one under par. The way he figured it out not being a golf person was brilliant because I was sitting there like, and I was on the golf team. I don't know if you know that. And I still don't know what eagle is. So that tells you how good I was at it. But Um, he took forever to answer. And people need to like take that into account. Like he took 10 minutes to say, Oh, ha ha, which is his response every time. I was so drunk when yeah. I did that. I don't remember the rules of the game that I play all the time with my family. Oh, but I, but it's two shots. He was like the he way figured he figured it out, out yeah. though, the way he goes, I know a birdie is one, so eagle has to be better. So it's two. That was great. I liked, uh, what was it? Nathan calling out Alyssa by making up a lie. She said, and she didn't say it. And she had to kind of, I hated that, I but it was that. a smart move. Yeah, because I wanted because she had a sit in her head like I know I didn't say that because she he was calling her out and thus far behind the scenes she's been called out but not like in a group chat dynamic so I really liked like they were questioning her saying something and, and I think she kind of put herself on a spot because she said I notoriously take a ton of notes and I can tell you for sure I didn't yeah. say that. So now everybody's like, oh, she takes a ton of notes. But She's they like strategic. weren't ta- yeah, they weren't taking it. I mean, maybe some later on are taking a little salty, but it's a hard spot too because either you don't want to pretend like you 
it doesn't sound right. It's almost like, uh, what's her name, who was real, and they were saying she's a catfish. That was her name last season. Oh, I, I don't remember The older woman, and season, she, yeah. she was being herself, but they were so adamant that she was a catfish. She almost had to defend herself against herself. You know, it was kind of like Alyssa had to... It was nobody a, really has called her out as a potential catfish yet. No, but I mean, as far as like maybe getting Alyssa out or her as a yeah. threat, but they never said anything shady towards her in a group chat, like when they're all talking to each other. I don't like, I think the lie could have been a little better because you said you've never been to Europe. Like, yeah. why would she actually say that? She's not an idiot if she's got photos of Rome in yeah, her freaking yeah. thing, you know, like... Maybe something a little bit more nuanced, but we know Nathan isn't nuanced. Plus, plus when you're getting to know people and you're working that social media angle, you're not going to say, like, I've never been, you know, traveled. That's usually one of the first things you're talking about to, like, get to know you people. So that was kind of wild. You brought up catfishing. So we've done, what, one or two episodes on uh, The Circle now. Yep. We were, I think, both mutually on the side of caring more about people who weren't catfishing as far as wanting them to win more so than the catfishes, but we've had a lot of different catfishes, some really good even, and then some really bad, like the one in particular this season. The first person voted out was freaking terrible. So has your stance changed? Do you root equally for the catfish? Do you root more for a catfish because they're working in a different angle? You know, depending on the angle they're working, like I will be rooting for a catfish on occasion because I'm like, you know what? They're being honest with the people Based on how their conversations are going, they're not like outright lying and going behind people's back. They're just doing it under a false persona. Mm-hmm. But when it's like an Alex being a Nathan catfish, I can't root for that. Like that is just okay, terrible. Yeah. Or a Parker trying to be your dad. Carol, aka John. <laughs> yes. It's a weird one because I think he has been doing a pretty good job of being an older woman like his mother. I think he's trying a little too hard with the whole mama bear stuff constantly. But I I was rooting for him for a little bit. And then he just got a little too annoying to me. It's it's a weird situation. Like, uh, what, what's it? Delisha, what, what was her name? Trevor? Delisha. Uh, Delisha, who won uh, season two or season three. I was rooting for her at the end because she put in the work, right? She went in. She was like, okay, I'm going in as my husband. I have notes on basketball games, on characters. I need to make sure I have all this shit down. If you put in the research and you really care about it and you're pretending to be somebody you know, I think makes it a little better. Like if it's a husband, a wife, a mother, a son. Then what's his name? The old man who was playing the like teenager. That was... Yeah, that you made it to the end. I mean, some of it's also based on when you come in the game. If you come late in the game, if you're not doing something egregious, you're gonna stay in. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot less time for you to get caught. But I don't outright root against catfish as much as I did the okay, first season okay. or two. I I'm similar. I think inherently, I'm always gonna root for someone who's playing themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked Elisa, and I wasn't upset at all that she won. But I really like Kai and. I was kind of hoping that she won playing as herself. I thought she was so up and down with different stuff, you know? So that was kind of a, that's generally I'm going to root for the people that go themselves because it, it can be harder because people do, Sometimes associate you as a catfish, even as you're playing yourself like Rachel this season. So. Yeah, everybody is paranoid. I will say, just general note for anybody that's going on the circle, don't catfish as somebody that's from a different generation. Unless you're really putting in the work. Like, it's going to fail because if you get somebody that's around that same age, they're going to ask you something oddly specific. 
and you're going to fumble or you're going to take too long to respond. John's been doing an okay job with Carol, but still he kind of slips up on some things. You know, he's going in as a woman from a different generation. So there was a yes. girl talk thing where they started talking about vaginas and periods yes. and everything. And he's like, oh, shit, what do I do now? I have to talk about my mom's sex life with my father. Listen, he's not as bad as your favorite of last season, but he immediately, Emily, Emily was amazing. But he immediately reminded me of him. And when you started to say earlier in the season in our talks that you were kind of liking him, I go, he reminds me of the guy you liked last season. So I get it. Listen, he I think the mama bear was smart. Because I think if you immediately go like I'm I'm the mama bear, like I'll be kind of your parent yeah. in this show, it's harder for people to get you out than then the who's gonna be the first one otherwise if you don't have this person who's like, I'll listen to you, like what's going on? Like you remind me of your kids. Like if you don't go in with that energy, they're gonna be like, you know. I completely agree and I'm I think it was smart that he did it. But I think every conversation, him throwing in a hashtag of Mama Bear and Baby Boy Son or whatever ridiculous hashtag, which, by the way, this whole show with hashtags, it's just sentences. They don't mean anything. You know what, hashtags. though? It's humbling because that's how we sound when we're tweeting and doing different stuff. Like, I almost like it because it's painful to hear them going hashtag best friends, hashtag all in the circle, you know, like hashtag. This is the first episode of the circle. And I can't believe I'm here at the final. Well, we're doing 80 million hashtags and writing different stuff. I go, yeah, you know what? It does sound stupid when you say it out loud. So we deserve to hear it. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. No, um, he's a, yeah. John Carroll. I mean, they're calling him a catfish every episode. I liked even in the hacker thing. That's again, they're not dropping the ball. They're not making him feel like he's not still being thought of a catfish as of the current episode. So. But as Bruce said, Bruce like, hey, you know, that Carol's probably a catfish, but I don't care because we are aligned and I know Carol, mm -hmm. he, she, whoever it is has my back and I have their back. Who cares if it's actually that person or not as long as I know they are going to be riding with me in this game. So I think that's the approach. You don't need to get somebody out solely because they're a catfish unless you think they are lying to you about other things in the game. Yeah, fair enough. I, and we're seeing it play mm -hmm. out with, uh, you know, speculations of who's a catfish and they definitely want out like earlier in the season and the ones that they're like, let's let it ride. Well, that's like a lot of people on this show and Carol hasn't, we'll see, I guess, on episode nine on what happens. But once somebody finds out somebody else is a catfish, they immediately want them out of the game. And I just don't fully agree with that. You know, if they don't align with your game, it makes sense. But who cares if somebody else is a catfish? Just I think if you're playing for the money and you know someone's not being themselves, it's the easiest way to be like, I'm coming as myself. True. You're lying or you're you're trying to fool us, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not looking at it as a gameplay. I'm, I'm looking yeah, yeah, so like I don't want you to win. I want you out of here. Like I caught you. You know, so I, I kind of see the the premise again, the catfish is out, but all right, let's get into person by person kind of discussions because we got a really interesting cast this season and I'm ready to kind of break them down, shall we? Let's do it up. Okay. All right. So let's start with Parker Abbott, who was oh playing Paul, her 56 year old father. I mean, in general, you know, your father's well, if you're playing him, unless you're, you know, creating a whole new different persona, that's what it seemed like here because she was probably the worst person to play anyone that wasn't herself. She was probably the worst player ever. Or, well, she is up there with the person that knew Lance Bass from season yes. two or three. Just absolutely terrible. She came in as a 56-year-old male mm -hmm. who she should know. It's her father. Yes. 
knows nothing about. She even says, I don't know any old people bands. What? You did no research. She was just like, I'm going to be too intimidating if I'm the pretty hot 20-something-year-old party girl. Well, you're also an idiot 56-year-old who doesn't know what a memoir is. How do you not know what a memoir is? I don't care if you're 21 or 56 or 112. You know what a memoir is. Like, come on. Yeah, honestly, I think if she played it herself, she probably would have got voted out first like she did playing her father. Uh, I don't think she would have done much better as herself. But honestly, it was terrible. I mean, just from the get-go, they realized something was shifty with him. And she just, like, made it worse and worse every episode to the point where it was like, I almost thought they were going to keep her slash him. And I was like, come on, get please, remove, remove. Yeah, and that's, it was funny because John, one of the reasons I liked him, who plays Carol, and I'll just refer to that person mm-hmm. as Carol from now on yep. to avoid confusion, was saying, oh, you know what? I could see this actually being this guy's daughter, like younger daughter yes, yeah. playing Paul yeah. here. And then when they met, he's playing his mom. She's playing yes, her dad. Yes. And then she's like, oh, very aggressive. Oh, you're cute. Like, come down to Miami. Let's hang out. Yeah. Like, Whoa, this all right. You guys go get it, but... Yeah, it was just, I mean, just terrible. Exact way you should not play a catfish, as in not knowing any real details about your dad to kind of say, to kind of show that. He also was playing as this totally out of touch to anything that they were saying. Like, he just didn't know what was going on. And it just was like, how are you going to build relationships when your whole premise is like, I'm so far removed from this young group? No sense. And then the cake challenge, she makes like a super intricate detailed cake. She goes, I think this is something like a 50-year-old guy would do. And it's the most detailed of all the cakes there. We're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, it was it was just all around bad. It was funny to watch how bad she was, but when she got voted out, I was like, yeah, see you later. 100%. So ready. All right, next, we have Alex Brizard playing Nathan, a 22-year-old college student who referred to him as Nathan. What do you think? Complete idiot. Second worst player in the game behind uh, Paul. He really thought going in as a stupid young frat bro was the best way to build trust with people. And he just constantly goes, oh, yeah, I'm hammered. I'm drunk. Bros, what's going on? Gives no substance. Doesn't talk about himself at all. And I think he's being a terrible catfish, personally. I think he's doing well as a catfish, actually, because no one is calling him a catfish every time. Well, Yeah, but every time he says something, they're like, oh, Nathan, or like, you know, they're finding amusing. He's the one who wrote detailed notes on how to play Nathan. And yeah, he wrote detailed notes how to play a frat bro. And all he says is, dude, let's get hammered. Let's grab a drink. Oh, yeah. I did. Like he saved himself in that eagle. Like I felt relief when he actually got it right. I was hoping he was going to get it wrong because I think he is the person who deserves to go home the next. Really interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that I felt, I felt bad. He's not one that I'm rooting for. I don't find him to be the most interesting, um, but he's seemingly able to hang in. So I have no idea. I thought in this hacker portion where it's Mm -hmm. kind of a chain of you pick somebody you can save. I thought for sure he wasn't going to get picked. He was going to go home, but out of nowhere, Rachel saved him because of a, a one-on-one conversation they have. It infuriates me sometimes that every time somebody has a one-on-one conversation, they completely change their mind Mm -hmm. on that person. Oh, my God, I completely trust them until they have a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. else and then they believe them. And it's whoever you talk to the most frequently or the right before the vote happens is the person you're going to believe. It's, you know, play the longer game, people. Don't just rely on the last piece of information you got. 
it's so hard in a game where someone can turn on you in two seconds, but I hear what you're saying. I agree. Next, we have Alyssa, and I'm just going to butcher that last name, so I'm going to avoid it for now. (laughs) She's playing as herself. Alyssa. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Alyssa's in my top. Like, I really like her, like, as a person. Like, I genuinely watch her, and I'm like, you're really interesting as a person. Like, you seem really kind and, like, interesting and funny. I'm nervous for her because she's... Every other episode, like people are kind of mentioning her as someone to watch out for. Like we said, but she was the, the number two influencer. She's the number two influencer, but ago. I'm starting to feel like a little threatening, you know, behavior around her. Like I feel like they're starting to pay attention to her, maybe like see her as someone that is higher up. And I, I, I feel bad because I'm, I'm honestly rooting for her to win. I don't know if she's like my, my number one pick right now, but she's up there. I really like her. I really like her too. She's authentically herself. Mm-hmm. She talks about the sex uh, assistant to the sex coach stuff a lot. She's kind of a subtle flirt with the yep. guys, which is different than Yuling, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. She seems to be personable. She gives up information about herself. Mm-hmm. She's engaging. She really deserves to be there. But I think she's going home based on the previews for the next few episodes because mm-hmm. the hacker thing ended on Brew. Brew has to pick between Carol and Alyssa. And I just think he's going to pick Carol because he's got a one-on-one connection with Carol. And his relationship with Alyssa was kind of with Alyssa and Yuling. And Yuling bailed on that for Rachel. So he's got to be scrambling here. I, I would feel really bad if she went home because she really deserves to still be there. You know what? I hear you. I see you. But I I, I felt more of a 50-50 split with them going list just because I know what she, he was saying about Carol, about like it was more advantageous to keep. But he has that like threesome uh, joke running with like Alyssa and Yuling. And so I felt so split. I, I do think that she's she might be the one going home. I'll be so bummed because I yeah. Carol is not my favorite at all. So I want Carol to go. And if Brew is thinking strategically here, he knows everybody is gunning for Carol right mm-hmm. now. He knows Yuling hates Carol. He knows Rachel thinks Carol's a catfish because they're being very open about it. So strategically, he should keep Alyssa because that'll strengthen his bond with her. Hey, I saved you after Yuling didn't. Let's be each other's number one. He saves Carol. Everybody knows he's aligned with Carol. And they're still gunning for Carol next week. So that's one less ally. I think if he keeps Alyssa around, she has a better potential to stay longer in this game and help him out a little more. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm I'm worried for her. Like I said, I'll be bummed when she leaves because she's one of the few I'm kind of really rooting for to get to the end. And I would love a reveal, you know, at the table with everyone with her yeah. on it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully Brew picks right, which I think is the San Carol home just for like quality people I want to make it to the end, really. And how unlike, unlike, unlikey, unlucky. <laughs> wow, I can't speak right now with this cold here. But uh, how unlucky for her in her bio, she had short and spicy. And the Spice Girls were playing a catfish. So as soon as that was announced, they're like, oh, well, it's a short and spicy. Maybe they were giving yeah, it us a That was hilarious. Hint. I thought her genuine shock on the couch when she realized how she worded it was so funny and how she was going to talk herself out of it. Because I'm like, oh, no, they're looking for any mm-hmm. reason. It's so hard because, and we might as well, you know, um, with the Spice Girls being there, it's hard to like root, you know, they're not staying. So you're not rooting for them to the end, right? Yep. But you're like, you want them to win because you want them to earn more money for everyone, but at the same time, you don't want someone to go home that you feel like 
should stay there and has a chance to win. So it was very hard when it was like looking for scapegoats. But uh, yeah, Alyssa, you in danger, girl. Please stay. Brew, pick well. Pick well. Fingers crossed. Let's go to Krissa Jackson, who played as herself, WNBA player, uh, blocked one of our queer reps in the show. What'd you think? I, I was stunned that he voted out. I was so mad. I had a feeling she was going home. Yeah. Um, she's much more entertaining on TV than in actual messages to people. Mm, so I yes. think watching at home, it's like, oh, I'm rooting for her. She seems mm. fun. She seems charismatic. But in the messages, she was pretty blah. A couple times she got a little humor in there. But for the most part, she wasn't giving away anything, which is, I think, what Alyssa pointed out in uh, mm-hmm. in the influencer chat with Yu Ling. Hey, she doesn't give anything about right. herself personally and I can't trust her. And you, Ling, like, t- just throwing Alyssa under the bus for Krissa going home was complete bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. we're not on you, Ling, yet. But that just infuriated me on Alyssa's behalf, too. Yeah, I uh, Krissa was entertaining, like, in the showing them what they're doing around the apartment and in her opinions on everyone else. She had some good, like, personable talks with people, um, like with Frank and just like getting to know you things, yeah. but you're right. As far as like strategy gameplay, Krista was kind of there for a good time, not a long time. And her and, roast was, oh, Oh, the roast period. I mean, yeah. some of them were just Nikki Glazier, like clearly had to say something nice. Cause she really would have just destroyed them with how stupid they were. Well, the only people that actually roasted anybody, it was like Alyssa brew and Rachel actually had some yes. type of roast. Everything else was like a compliment or a rap or just an innocuous joke. It didn't make any sense, but at least they kind of went for the jugular a few times. They weren't any good, but no, a real comedian tried. roaster like Nikki would have just crucified yeah. them. They would have cried. Um, yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah. So what else can I say about Chris? I was sad to see her leave as far as like Everyone looking at the landscape, she wasn't one of the ones that I was like, isn't entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, but she's blocked. She went home. Next. Let's talk about, let's get spicy, shall we? Let's With do the it. Spice Girls. We have Emma Button, of course, Baby Spice and Mel B, Scare Spice, my favorite, playing as Jared, a 28-year-old children's author. And so they were on the show for a couple episodes with the ultimate goal of fooling the rest of the players as you know pretending to be jared and if when it came to a vote if they decided you know who's the catfish amongst the group if they were able to be on the what lower side of being voted out yeah if the majority of people thought the catfish was somebody else that they were able to increase the prize pool by fifty thousand. yeah so they just essentially had to just catfish the hell out of everyone make them believe they're jared and ultimately it was just to win the rest of the players money and then they would make their exit so it was all of like a good fun I got to say, I love the celebrity presence in the show, but here's the thing. They did great with the Spice Girls. That was 10 out of 10 for me. Like, not something so current. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, nostalgia. Like, all of them knew who they were. Like, I, I could see it going badly if they choose to do this again with another celebrity. Like, if you pick a TikToker, you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you pick, it's like you have to have the right one that one is entertaining those two were hilarious fighting with each other and like trying to pick the best thing you know the comments on the other players like i could see it going bad with like a million other celebrities and i think it is more fun having two people do it 
And I honestly thought they were not very good catfishers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because right off the bat, they were just like, you had baby. We need to k- figure out our story to be an author, which they don't. They don't come up with any name <laughs> of a like, story, the type of book. They said poop and, poop and, poop and animals. animals. Yeah. But you had uh, Baby Spice. Like, she's having these thought out responses. Like, let's do this. Let's make sure we're doing this. And then Scary would be like, let's just throw in there dog shit or something. You know, just to fuck with people. It was funny to watch them go back and forth. But just a little bit of a hint for everybody else that you're trying to figure out who a catfish is. It took them forever to respond to anything because they were talking it out in real time. So a simple question would take five minutes for them to talk through. Guess what? If it's taken that long, they're probably a catfish. And the funniest thing to think about is the way that they have to speak out loud what they're typing. And you just know there's people in the studio typing away. You know, when they're like, exclamation point, wait, take that back. You know, when Bruce taking five different tries to write something. Like, it's just so funny to me to see like a team of people at their keyboard rewriting what they want (laughs) and picking the right emoji that they're saying or describing. So funny. Yeah, they were terrible as Jared. Um, At one point, Scary Spice almost write us or them to show that there were plural people. And then uh, Baby Spice is like, what are you doing? Like, no, me, say me, singular. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, Well, to start, the first day uh, Scary Spice said, I have to admit, I'm not very confident. I wrote that down in quotes because she said that verbatim. It was just hilarious. Like, they're just a dynamic duo. You could tell, like, they're best friends. Like, obviously, they hang out all the time, which is what you envision for the Spice Girls. You just want them to be best friends hanging out together in their mansions, you know? Um, And I got to say, they ultimately ended up winning everyone the money. So that was great. Um, Everyone was very surprised to see that was the real Spice Girls. And uh, I thought it was just a fun middle middle of the season kind of hilarity of having the Spice yeah, Girls on. Yeah, it kept it really entertaining in the middle portions. And what do you think about the Spice Girls quiz they had? Everybody had a question about the Spice Girls. I thought that was hard. Those weren't like easy answers. We haven't gotten into Rachel yet, but I felt so bad for her. Like yeah. this ganging up of like, you know, you tell people that you're a Spice Girls fan and then she got a question wrong. I just... You know, sometimes you you love a group or band or TV show and then like some sort of trivia you just don't know. Like I didn't feel like that made her be like suspicious. And or hers soft. was like something about a music video. It was like what music video was animated with the Spice Girls? Of course, it was, I believe, Stop. I have um, no idea. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, I felt so bad. It's just, and then, you know, the Spice Girls, do we get it wrong? Do we get it right? Which one's going to make it seem like, or, you know, They're everyone like, was oh, kind of in their head. we don't know it, but our sister knows it, but... Our sister watched the movie a ton, but I couldn't remember the name of the movie. Like, they just overthought it so much. Yeah, it was bad. Like, so, you know what? It was pretty funny. Um, Yeah, I I could see them doing it again next season. But again, like I said, it has to be like only a couple episodes and it really has to be the right celebrities. How funny would it be a Matt Damon and Ben Ben Affleck? Affleck? There's no way they would do this. No, but like, wouldn't that be funny? Do you have a duo you could think of that'd be funny? Well, they're writers, so they could probably come up with something. They'd be hilarious. And especially if you give them, like, because it was like a randomly picked person. Yeah. How hilarious would it be for, like, they make up a backstory for some reason? Yes, yeah. You know what? Um, I would love it. So, okay. Uh, That's what I'm rooting for next season. Let's talk about Frank, Frank Grimsley playing as himself. Arguably. Yeah, I think he's the favorite the one to, to win beat. right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Frank. I really don't understand how they haven't realized that everybody loves Frank and nobody has a bad thing to say about him. So if they don't want him to win, they're going to have to get him out. 
Yes. And I don't see that happening yes. anytime soon. You know soon. what? Uh, another gay rap. He's hilarious. I mean, listen, when someone is cracking you up, has the quick comebacks, like is authentically himself, people just like read off that. When people when you're true to yourself, people just like vibe off that. And clearly everyone just, it's like they're not even thinking of strategy of Frank. They're just like, Frank's a good time. Like, I like talking to Frank. Like, Frank has my back. Like, there, there's yeah. he's so far removed from the game of like strategy that they're just like genuinely I want to hang out with you I really do I think they're like I want to hang out with Frank outside of this like they're not thinking is Frank writing the notes is Frank like oh he's tied with XYZ I, I don't hear that and people are reaching out to him he mm-hmm. rarely starts conversations right? with people just but need to yeah they always reach out to him which gives him the upper hand a lot of the time I think this last hacker thing he picked Yu Ling, so that may have started to show people's cards because alliances are on the table there now mm-hmm. where Yu Ling picks Rachel. So right off the bat, if anybody's paying attention, okay, you have Frank, Yu Ling, and Rachel in an alliance together. Maybe we need to do something about that. So this is uh, after we figure out who gets crossed off with this uh, whole thing they're doing now. It's going to yes. be interesting to see how the season closes I out. totally agree. Next, we have John Franklin, a.k.a. Carol, who is playing his mother. We what talked we a lot about yeah. him. Carol, I, Carol could go. Carol, bored with. You know, I was rude. Hated him the first, like, 10 minutes. Then really liked him because I thought he was pulling it off. He was smart, figuring out uh, the other catfish and whatnot. And then he just started trying too hard, going too hard with the mama bear, baby son things. It's cringy. It, it's, it's like... It's a little cringy sometimes. I will tell you one thing, not necessarily in relation to Carol here, but as he's a catfish that made me think of, we haven't had yet the awkward situation or that I remember anyway, where you have like a guy flirting with what he thinks is a girl, but is actually a guy. Yeah, we have. Have we? Oh yeah. I mean. This season, I mean. This season. I was saying this is, that's one of the things I love the awkwardness of previous seasons and it looks like the only opportunity this season is going to be Amani and Everson. Yes. The new yes. people, which might happen. Because that always makes it fun when you have a guy pretending to be a girl to flirt with another guy. Right. And right, they're just yes. like, what's going on here? Absolutely, yeah. So Carol can go, and hopefully that's what happens this week. Let's talk about Josh Brew, Brew Baker. Um, Brew could go. Brew's vanilla. Brew is boring. I, I get his radio personality, and he's, he's doing fairly well in the game. Um, but I don't. I'm not rooting for him. Yeah, he's not doesn't really stand out. He has a couple funny moments here or there. He has some good lines every so often, but in general, like you said, kind of blah. He's playing kind of a safe game with the people he's aligned with. Maybe after this challenge, it'll make him have to be a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more forceful with how he's playing the game, but he's just been kind of riding that thruple alliance so far and hoping for the best and He's not good at flirting. He's pretty awkward about it, too, when he tries to flirt with Yu Ling. But. Yeah, he's kind of like a poor man's Nick, and Nick just did way better in the strategy all season last season. So True. not a fan of Brew. Brew can go. Next, Rachel Evans, who's playing as herself. Here's what I'll say about Rachel. I like Rachel. Like, I think she's entertaining. She's being herself, too. I don't, I'm don't. i not ready for her to win, but I'm not necessarily, like don't like her. I think she should go. Like I could see her going to the end. I always feel bad for her sometimes because she is like really trying to like make connections and be herself. And she just somehow ends up in the wrong, like either group or, you know, like the spice girls thing. They're starting to think she's a catfish. Like even 
they're so putting catfish on her that even they're feeling bad for saying it. Like they're like, Oh, we feel bad for Rachel. Like, and she said, when, when people reach out or nice to her, she seems so genuine in her like, Oh, I love that. You said that you Ling. like, you know, I, I just like the good people who are there just to like buff each other up and feel good. I really like Rachel. I'm rooting for Rachel yeah. to make it to the end here. I think it's tough to win at the end if you come mm-hmm. in late in the game. Yes. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, yes and no. Yeah. Cause what's his name won last season? He came late in the game. Yeah, that surprised so, me. Yeah. Sometimes you can it's it can help because you're only in there for one vote, maybe two. That's the other thing. There's only been two votes yeah. so far. Like I guess this hacker thing is the third one, but then the Spice Girls yes. threw a wrinkle into everything because right. they automatically had to leave. So but yeah, there's only been two votes. So it's not like anybody's really gotten blood on I their know, hands. I know, I know. I and which I love. So I would like a little more of that, but just the people I don't like, please. Next, let's talk about Yuling. It seems like you have some strong feelings on Yuling. So just really briefly, I'll say, I really like Yuling. She had a vibrant personality the first two episodes. She realized like, oh, maybe people aren't liking that. So she was quieter. And if anything, the other cast was like, hey, can you be more of your fun self? And she leaned in. I think she's hilarious. Her makeup is flawless. Like some of that, that dot makeup she had that one episode, I was like, yeah. wow, that was amazing. She's fun funny like she's entertaining i just don't like her flippy flop strategy where she's like with you one day again you know but her as a person super entertaining i really liked her at first i was rooting for her she's fun she's very interesting she's authentic but then it seems like she puts on a performance for the camera every time she Mm -hmm. talks like she gets a different tone and posture and she just kind of is like oh, and kind of performs what she's Mm -hmm. writing in the message. And it kind of was too heavy-handed for me. And the flirting is just ridiculous. At one point, she goes, Brew and Alyssa, when I see you, I'm going to come kiss you on your mouths. And with Nathan, she's like, hey, why don't you come over here and do this to me or or you can take this off of me or whatever. It's like, you've been talking to this guy for four seconds like what what, what's going but on nathan here? is so cringy too like when he's like he was really bad on you outside, and she's just like i think he's flirting with me and she kind of has to do this like i'm totally not interested in seeing you outside of this but like i'm gonna throw back yeah. what you're giving me like that felt so cringy to watch too but she goes so yeah. over she's the kind of very persona that. like she yeah yeah it can be a lot but i'm entertained i was just wondering like is it just is she being absurd for tv or is that how she actually flirts it's got to be a little bit a tv i guess and her hatred for carol is astonishing (laughs) to me carol told her and Alyssa that she saved them in the first block which wasn't a lie because when carol and frank had the first block they're like hey uh Alyssa and you link came up and carol's like "Ah, i don't want to vote them out and that was the end of it. It wasn't like Frank was pushing for them to go. So right. maybe it was the impression that... She did she, more than she did. She did more yeah. than she did. But it's it's not like she didn't save them. She was like, no, I don't want them voted out. Like, she stuck up for them. She just didn't say, "There, these are the only right, two people right, on the right. planet you're not going to take. And she just goes, Carol is a liar. She can't believe she said this to me. What a fucking liar. She never did anything. And she just blew it completely out of proportion she goes zero to 60 so quick and with no real backup. Just one person says something and she's just like, let's go off the rails to that direction. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, she had a conversation with Frank and Rachel. Okay, Alyssa and Brew, let me blow up that alliance and pick Rachel in this hacking challenge. She just flip-flops so much. And I think everybody in the circle thought they were close with her. 
but is now starting to realize she has got so many alliances that she's not really that close with anybody because she's using everybody. I think when Yuling was in the hot seat and had to pick someone in that chain Mm -hmm. hacker thing, you know, to pick, I was surprised. I thought she was going to go for Alyssa. I mean, I understood her reasoning of why, because she didn't want Alyssa to save Carol. But, well, Alyssa would have saved Brew. Brew would have saved Carol. But I was yeah. like, but now you've given Brew, you know, real devil's choice here. Like, Carol, Alyssa. Yeah, you, Brew's not going to forgive you. Alyssa's not for, going to forgive you. Yeah. And also, all the viewers aren't going to forgive you because it led to Nathan staying in the game. Let's get that guy out of here. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I have no loyalty to uh, Nathan there. All right, let's talk about the more recent newcomers. We have Trevor, as we said, last season, Delisa's husband. She won last season. Playing as Amani, one of their friends. And then we have uh, Everson. Everson. Everson, excuse me, playing as himself. What do you think about those two? Uh, I think we've had less time with them. Yeah, we, we've only really had an episode with them. Trevor is an interesting guy. I'm rooting for him. Amani, I think he tried to make her photos too Instagram y. Mm-hmm. And I think it got called out a couple times. They looked too filtered. So immediately people thought it was a catfish. And, you know, his language doesn't seem that bad. It seems like he really studied it. He said he was practicing braiding hair and makeup and lingo he was, yeah. before he came in, which props raised, to him. Raised around women all his life. like yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I'm rooting for him a little bit at least to get through, you know, a blocking or two. Uh, Everson seems like authentically himself. Everson, yeah. Right? Everson. Everson. Yeah. Why do we want to say Everson? Like the museum. Everson Museum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's authentically himself. He's a, what, a cruise director. He's just out there. And they're both, quote unquote, 35, single and ready to flamingo, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah. going gonna to be the ones flirting with each other. And, Fresh, oh, yeah. my God. Now that would be hilarious. Yeah, Trevor, I found it hilarious that two seconds in, he's like, this person's a catfish. I can't remember who we said, but I'm like, you literally just got in. You're yeah. calling... You know, and it was a person I know who wasn't a catfish. So I was like, uh, I'm thinking he might be terrible at this game just off of some of the things that he's been doing. Um, Everson, it was entertaining. Like, I, we need a little more information for me really to go, like, they got a handle on this. But I think they're entertaining members to the group. What do you think about the little slight twist where they each have to throw a party and the that people That was have hilarious. To I thought that was a great twist to Amani, a.k.a. Trevor, had a toga party, and then Everson had an under the sea. Right when they announced that, I was like, everybody's going to the toga party. I would have gone to the toga yeah, party. Everybody wants yeah. to get a toga in their freaking apartment. They yeah. hang out in the toga. Yeah. Uh, and it was lopsided. I think it was like, what, five or six to two, depending on how many people yeah, was were left Ra- Only Rachel went there. Was it Rachel? Rachel and Brew went to Rachel Everson's. And Brew, yeah. Everybody else went to Amani's. Yeah, hilarious. I mean, even the dance party was just them two. You know, it was hilarious. (laughs) So just for the visuals, so funny to me. Uh, But I can't wait to see what they're going to bring in future episodes. So, all right. So predictions. Let's just make some fun predictions for who you think, as of right now, who do you think is going to win? Right now, I I think Frank's going to win. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for Alyssa, Mm -hmm. I think. But Frank. Yeah, I don't think they get Frank out. I don't think they catch on or get enough momentum. I think Frank has too many allies at this point. And unless all of them start going, we need to think more strategy all of a sudden, Frank's there to stay. He's absolutely going to make it to the table, in my opinion. And if Alyssa doesn't get voted out, I think she makes it to the table. How many people make it to the table? Is it six, five or six? Five or six, yeah. yeah. 
So really, there's only a couple more blockings left. Yeah, I mean, we have, what, three more episodes, I think, before the finale, the reunion? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And so. Uh, unfortunately, I do think Alyssa is going home and Brew is going to pick okay. Carol. I hope he doesn't, but that's just that's kind of the brew way. We'll what see. I think. What do you want to do? Some uh, some quick rankings of the people that are left, or no? You want to go uh, circle style and go eight to one, or no? Sure. Okay. All right. Who is? We'll just do this right off. How the many? Cuff. You're saying six? Like six? We wanted the table, or just rank? I'm just saying everyone? of all the people left that aren't the newbies, Amani and Everson. Okay. So besides them. If we want to just go in reverse order here from. So starting at the bottom to the top? Yeah, bottom to the top. Bottom for me is Carol. Okay, bottom for me is Nathan. 100% Nathan. Okay, then next for me is Nathan. Okay, next for me is going to be Yu Ling. Okay, uh, next for me is Brew. Okay, that's a solid one. Next for me is. Carol. Carol's been getting on my nerves. Okay. Next for me is... Well, we don't have many people left, so I'm going to have to go with... Ooh, um... Rachel. Okay. Next for me is going to be Brew. Okay. You, Ling, for me. All right. And now we are in the top three here. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Frank as my third. Uh, okay. I think we only have two left, yep. so my next is going to be, oh, this is hard between yep. these two. Um, I'm going to say uh, Frank. Okay, so I'm going to go Rachel's my two, which means we both have Alyssa's our number one. That's so funny, That's and funny. we both might be saying goodbye to Alyssa yeah, she next might be week. Gone. So please, please, Brew, have mercy. Um, yeah, I just, I've gotten more out of Alyssa of like her ability to adapt at hard moments versus Frank who pretty much has been coasting with his personality, which is great exactly. this season. That, that's Alyssa's kind of what I'm going off doing of. some more work. Yeah. Yes. Where I'm like, how are you getting out of this? So, okay. I think that wraps up our circle just talk. One last little just note I want to throw in here. Okay. And it particularly, I think relates to you Ling. These people are getting blocked in the circle. They're not dying. All right, the reactions they get when somebody gets blocked, when she had to tell Krissa and throws Alyssa under the bus, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did this to you. And then goes back like, this was all Alyssa. I would never, oh my God, I can't believe Chris is gone. You were the number one influencer. You had a part in that. You're like, you didn't kill the girl. All right, she just didn't win $100,000. But that's a big deal. I mean, it is kind of like, I made sure you're not winning the money. That That is a bummer delivery. I will say Krissa... She was holding in her, she was being so like, it's okay. But it was in such a tone that like, this is not okay. And if I wasn't on television, I would be like, what the fuck? She is not the one you wanted to have to deliver yes, that in person no to. no way. Other people would no have been way. like, all right, this sucks. But she she was like pissed. Oh yeah. She was so disappointed. I mean, that's just awkward to like, I think Yuling had to double down on the apologizing because yeah. it was so awkward in the disappointment. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and besides that, really, only one hot tub hot tub scene shot so far mm-hmm. with Brew, which... A lot that, of gym sessions. Yeah, a lot of gym sessions this year. All right. Speaking of gym sessions, let's get to the challenge, which is a little more on the competition physical side, uh, which we love. So let's talk about the Challenge All-Stars 3. 
All right, so this season on All Stars 3, we have a very special never-been-done-before cast, which is everyone in the cast has been to a final and are won. They've been qualified for a final, and I think the distinction is Naya got kicked off the show before she was able to actually run the final in Battle of the Sexes 2. But if I say made it to a final, I mean, right? right? Is that the umbrella? I... uh, Here's what I like and don't like about this premise. I do love it in terms of an interesting dynamic between everyone. Like, everyone knows they're capable at one point or another. What I don't like, I like the separation of regular season challenge. Like, okay, I can't say it's a totally young cast. It's younger now that they've realized they need to have, like, a good mix of... They've started melting. But, like, all-stars, like, I love the, like, old-school music. I love the, like, older people that are, like, you know, they're not running on the beam. They're dragging their body across the beam. They're making fun of, like, their back pains at the same time they're, you know, getting strapped in to, like, fall. It, I'm, I'm amused by that with, like, a Jordan, with, like, a Wes. Like, well, I don't Wes need them to be one. challenged by that. Like, I don't need a Jordan. Like, I... Jordan is by far going to get gunned for because he is the youngest, best, most well-rounded player I just feel like he's two on the... Both of them are two on the younger side for an All-Stars. Well, Wes is the same age as, like, Nehemiah and Melinda. Yeah, true. Because he's been doing it for forever. But I agree with Jordan. Jordan and Kayla. It's like... Why aren't you on the regular challenge? Because Kayla the challenge has won. a beef with everyone on the regular challenge. She's a new cast for that to hate her too. And the challenge all stars is a little bit more lax. It doesn't shoot as long. Right. It's only what four weeks Something instead of like eight that, weeks yeah. or whatever it is. So maybe that's how they kind of coax people to get into it. But if they're going to do that, how are you going to get the good competitors on the regular show? I'm basically afraid they're going to ruin it. Like mm-hmm. I understand this is a baby step because it's not like half and half. They didn't do like a split. But I just, it almost feels like I'm protective of the older cast because I'm like, listen, they want to, I want them to compete against people like them. Or, you know, it's funny to have someone who's like, I haven't been on a challenge in 15 years, like Roni. Like, I'm intrigued by that too. It's just, this feels like, yeah, they could all go together and get out the younger cast, but it just feels like, don't intrude on my special thing that is all stars. Like, let them be old and struggle through these things because I'm rooting for them as personalities, not necessarily that they're beasting. This is a long-term play when nobody is watching the regular challenge in three years and you have CT and bananas mm-hmm. and everybody on the all-stars version. Just alternating wins. Yeah. It's just, you know, it gets a little stale and you know what? Like it's the same play. Get out the newbies. Like then it's back to the original cast. Then it's like CT, you know? It just gets a little stale, and I'm like, don't ruin the thing that I like. Don't yeah. don't take your bad things that you're doing in your season and bring it into mine. That's how I feel about this. the premise. It's okay right now. I just don't go any further is kind of where I'm at. I do love the all chal- people that have made a final mm-hmm. because that means the competition is going to be up there. It's a loaded cast. Like A lot yes. of these people are just stars of the challenge, people that – you know, you would be scared to go up against it in a final, whether that's now or 20 years ago. That right, might be a right. little bit of a different story. But I think it's fun. Uh, I agree on the younger portion. Jordan, I thought, was a little young. Then when I saw Kayla, I was like, ah, Kayla doesn't need to be here. She was like, why is Kayla It's painful here? just to hear you say that, even though they, you're not talking about they me. They couldn't get <laughs> one more person. They had to pick Kayla 
what's going on like i that was just a weird choice to me yeah they could have sylvia i guess is on the younger edge too. i couldn't tell you i love sylvia like i think that she reminds me of sarah in that in the beginning of being on the challenge you weren't necessarily rooting for them physically like and then as time went on like they got better at competing Mm -hmm. they got better at strategy and i feel like sylvia was that way as well like at the end of sarah's reign before bananas destroyed her entire body soul um she was like a competitor i mean sarah was top she she was a beast you know um sylvia like not quite at that level but she's not someone that you're like oh why do you have a sylvia on like and she's beast mode in these first two episodes so i i was and i loved her real world season as well um and so i i really love sylvia being on here i was so happy when i saw her like cast photo oh yeah yeah because i i have always liked sylvia yeah she's a fun one that's for sure i think the mix here i wouldn't go any younger like I think you need to yes. keep it kind of the OGs. You it do. started as we want OGs, right? 40 Mark Long, plus, yeah. Mark Long know? was like, "Hey, this is a good idea. Let let some of these old G's." You can't have a twenty nine right. year old in there, right? The half of these people are in their fifties or something. Let's relax. Yeah, but. I mean, speaking on the cast, like, do you have some that stand out there? You're kind of rooting for it. We're early on. We're two episodes in. Tyler, can I just feel? I feel, I feel so bad, bad for Tyler, Tyler yeah. right? Yeah, like he's such a good guy. He gets the shaft like, because he's just fun, loving, and he's good to have in the house. Yes. I keep him in the house. They just don't take him seriously, and it's hard when he doesn't necessarily like prove them wrong in a way where like they immediately are voting him in and he wins. Well, he are also has two wins, which probably pisses off some people. It just feels like he's always the first one to go. Like. It just sucks because I do like him. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. It sucked to see him go in and go home. I will say with the elimination votes this season, it's basically you want to do well in every competition because if you're in the top three guys and the top three girls, Mm -hmm. you form whatever they're calling it, and then you put two people into the elimination. And the one thing I still love about the All-Stars, the people that come in last place – Last place guy, yes. last place girl, automatically go in. That's how it should be. Reward the people that come in the top. The problem is that means six people are voting for two people. And the rest of the house is already dwindled down now because six are voting, mm-hmm. two are already in. If each person in the six keeps one person safe, then there's like two or three people they're voting from. And that's what happened in the second uh, episode where you had Mark having to go in right. right off the bat and you're like what the hell just happened here he's he's aka the godfather right everybody loves mark and he's having to go in against latarian for the second time in a row i mean he's the whole reason that we have it mm-hmm. so yeah i just I, but at the same time it it throws people in that they don't necessarily want to get thrown out especially when I will give Kayla, who I hate to give real props most of the time, even though she is basically there to be a drama stir, and I can appreciate that. She reminds me a little bit of the Bad Girls Club uh, (laughs) terribleness that I used to watch. Um, She was taking point on their meeting, which I was like, well, okay, Kayla. Like She was like, all right, just flat out tell me who you want to protect, and we'll we'll go with the leftover people. And that immediately gives Mm -hmm. you an inkling on alliances. Yep. She's like, you already know, you know, like, great. And I loved it because people are like, you know, Duffy's like, I don't necessarily want to like say it, but he did, you know, like call it out. And then you had, who was, oh man, was it Brad? Somebody, or 
at the uh, second vote was just like, oh, well, I want to keep Wes safe. Oh, also Mark. Also, and he just kept throwing out names. And then you had Jordan and Yas were like, no, you can't keep all of them safe because there's nobody else to vote for. Yeah, I you mean, keeping keep Wes one. safe was like, that That ultimately will be there. As much as I like Wes, and I want Wes to go right to the end, like, as much as he is there just to stir the shit, I want him to give it to the end, but they're so dumb if they let him keep going week to week without being, like, trying to throw him in, in my opinion, because Wes has does have the ability to just stir up so much stuff that people do question their alliances they've had since day one. He he is like the comic twirling the mustache villain in the confessionals, and that's that has always cracked me up. Like, he's entertaining to watch him be like, I'm getting everyone riled up. And he does, though. He does. He really does. And when I saw his little intro, he's like, well, I'm one of the best, biggest money earners. Like, all right, Wes, you've won two finals. One CT carried your ass through that final. And back in those days, it was like, you may have won a total of 200 grand in the challenge. Like you weren't winning a lot of money. So you're probably like on the bottom dozen of challenge earners, but he just loves to put on the character and, and play the whole charade. But people are going to be gunning for him pretty early on. We'll see what happens. I did love seeing him give Jordan the um what are they calling these like the grenades like the yes, disadvantages yeah, sabotage yeah the sabotages yes. so the first place person can give uh, somebody a sabotage at the next uh next challenge and everybody's gunning for Jordan and he made it pretty obvious mm-hmm. and Jordan was just like thank you Wes you are putting me on a stage and I will perform on the stage for everybody yes. and then Jordan came in first place despite yeah. the sabotage and again that just speaks to like the whole having him there in the first place and then Wes couldn't even do the swinging thing. He got stuck on the swing, that which was, is probably what I would be stuck on Paul, the swing. Can we talk about Tina on that challenge thing too? <laughs> I mean, Tina, who had to go into the uh, arena twice because she was last twice. Yep. So hilarious to me. Um, yeah, just uh, he's just cartoony. Like, what just cracks me up? I mean, he's he's won two of the three finals he went into. So I don't know. We'll see. But they're dumb if they don't try to gun for him every time. Yeah. And Tina's so freaking annoying. Just get her out of the house so we can Tina stop listening Tina is super to annoying. Um, Brad, I'm not a big fan of Brad. Je- Je- Jemmy, like, she's the best confessionals. Jemmy's a good narrator, she's a good confessional. Best conf- when she calls out people's, like, personalities, she's hilarious. But as a competitor, yeah, okay. Yeah, I got to say, watching these All-Star seasons, I have really turned on Nehemiah. I used to like him on the old seasons. I cannot stand him on the all-star seasons. He thinks he's hot shit. He talks this game. He doesn't win anything. He always falters. He plays emotionally. Didn't he have to be in like the arena like five times last season? Like if I just, wasn't he He picked in in the arena and won? Yeah, he didn't even make it to the final last season, did he? No, but he got thrown in like multiple times, didn't he? Yeah, it's just he talks a big game and he always ends up screwing it up the one the one time he won a final was that crazy season where i think it was a big e basically died and they were ahead (laughs) by seven days and ended up losing because he died on the uh on the jog but he's been really annoying me on these all-star seasons latarian i really like he just Mm. has no chance to win he just no gets, chance. like, the bad end of the stick every time. Yeah, like, and he's just, as he has said, hey, if it's a headbanger, I'm good. But that's it. You don't got the endurance. You don't got the puzzle thing. 
You can't do a lot of these other games. Cyrus admitted he's colorblind, so he's screwed. He has oh, no yeah, chance to win. Oh, yeah, I felt bad. I'm like, uh-oh. He looked like he got in good shape, too. But I, one of my favorites, Kellyanne is back. I love Kellyanne. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for her. I think she kind of gets the short end of the stick. She kind of gets people a little upset about it. And I, it must be the way she is in the house because she seems like a super nice, super competitive great person to have on the challenge but every season i see with her there's a group of people that start going after kelly oh, i mean she got sabotaged yeah so yeah they're exactly there you go again smart get kelly in get kelly in. you have to get them out to make it even because kellyanne she's like a laurel you know well not quite as big of a physical presence but she's just a well-rounded player mm-hmm. who's Good at everything. She's just not gonna, you know, crush you. She's like not gonna a quit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she's, she's gonna competitor. always try. And she was so upset at the puzzle. Like I thought she was gonna. Yeah, just she got frustrated and smash her puzzle on someone's face. I gained so much like respect for her and Sarah that season, where they were the only two for their team in the final against all the guys, yeah. and they just competed their asses off and almost won the thing. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be one of my favorites. Are you hoping then. a certain jingle makes its way back onto All-Stars? Save the palace, save the palace. <laughs> the funniest thing is when they were singing it last season and they all, everyone had yep. it in their head save and they were the like palace, playing as they were walking around. Hilarious. Well, Latarian's already gone. Yes. So, so that's a factor. Probably not. And you don't have, uh, who's the other person in that? It was Latarian, Nehemiah. Ah, oh, there's one other guy in the same Safety palace. Safety palace. Yeah. Uh, Veronica, annoying. She can go. Well, yeah. She was on semester at sea in 1947. She's done. <laughs> I, I just over it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we got our favorites here returning contenders uh, Johnny and MJ. All right. Who are we rooting for ultimately? I'm rooting for Jordan. Okay. Yeah. I love Jordan. I Jordan's love Jordan's not going to get it to the final, in my opinion. He very well, as he's proven before, could go into eliminations and win all of them. With these all-star seasons, a lot of the eliminations, like the pole Russell, he's at a huge disadvantage with pole Russell. What other one says he is he at a, See, a I disadvantage? See, I, I don't know if I have it in me uh, right now to get into another resume argument with you. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. I don't think Jordan is as great as I think you think he is. He's Look definitely the greatest percentage. in this season comparatively. Uh, this Look at All-Stars. his winning percentage. But I don't know. Same. So we'll see. Okay, so yeah, he's your guy. I'm not surprised on that. And besides him, um, I, I love rooting for Derek. He's a loose cannon. Yeah, he is, yeah. He's fun to root for, though. I'm going to have to go with Sylvia just because it's so nice to see her. Um, always entertaining. And Johnny, I mean, I was so glad she won last season. And oh, yeah, Johnny. Johnny, I hope she wins again. So... That's my feelings. All right. should be a fun season. I'm excited to watch. It will be. I can't wait. Let's go. All right. So let's get to our Swarly of the Week. Who's your Swarly this week? All right. So my Swarly of the Week this week is Loro. Oh, okay. Our friend Lauren. I play volleyball with her Uh every Thursday. We got a text the other day that she couldn't play this season or most of the season because she broke her elbow. Ooh. Which sucks. That's got to be really painful. You use your elbow for so much. But, it's terrible. We really hope she feels but, better. How she broke her elbow. Oh, no. What? She was riding her bicycle. Okay. And was trying to put a glove on while riding her bicycle. And then fell? And fell and broke her elbow. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if swirly. it's rude that I'm making it a swirly of the week. Well, it's too late now. It's a swirly <laughs> move. 
But low row, feel better. We're rooting for you. Feel better. Um, hope your elbow heals well. I don't hear too much on elbow injuries, so it just seems like you can't do yeah, anything. You do it's everything all with extension, your elbow, yeah. you know. And maybe like put gloves on with your feet on the ground. Moving on, just I think. just a thought. Just be careful. Yep. Yes. Okay. I have a much darker astral of the week, but here we go. Oh, jeez. I'm always bringing the darkness. What can I say? Um, are you familiar with Ulta Beauty? Yes. The beauty brand. Okay. So they had a pretty bad swirly this week. Are you familiar with Kate Spade? Yes. Okay, one of my favorite brands. Uh, they had to apologize Monday after they emailed customers and wrote, if you know what ultimately happened with Kate Spade, unfortunately, um, she, you know, battling mental illness. This is mental illness month, by the way, that this email is occurring that they sent out. Um, Kate Spade, who tragically was found, um, she had hung herself in her apartment. Oh, um, They wrote an email with the email uh, line, come hang with Kate Spade as oh. part of a promotion oh, for the luxury no. brand. Yeah. The email was sent to all two subscribers promoting Kate Spade's New York Sparkle fragrance prompting criticism obviously from the recipients who noted the tragic nature of her death yeah i know dark i said it was dark when i read this i was like just horrified and and the level of egregiousness to let something like that slip through horrible horrible so ulta beauty yeah you sent your like mass email apologizing but that was pretty terrible on the list of terrible things yeah, that's that's not good. Not quite an elbow injury, but pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> Way to bring it down, Kayla. You know, Jeez. and here we go. Let's go to our friendship question of the week. All right. And the question this week is, what's your greatest fear about getting older, Kayla? I have a lot of, like, many, many fears that I save all for therapy. Um, but one of them, I think one fear, just randomly off the top of my head, is, like, what sucks about getting older is when your mind is there, but your body isn't. Yeah. And I, I see that personally with like my Nana just totally there mentally, but her body just can't really move around as much as she would. And that sucks. It's, it's almost like I don't want the reverse, you know, like where you don't know, but I, I feel bad. For, I would feel, even though I wouldn't be able to say it, I would feel bad for my family members if I don't remember certain things, but the body thing, like it seems like, it just affects so many people as inevitable as you get older. And yeah. I just, it sucks when you want to do all these things physically and can't. Yeah, I'm that, scared of that. That is up there. I was going to, one of my things was going to be the opposite. Okay. Where like, uh, you know, an Alzheimer's mm-hmm. thing where your mind is not there. And I just couldn't imagine. And I had my great grandfather had some uh, bout with Alzheimer's. And then my grandfather who passed away last year had some issues as well. And It's just, I couldn't imagine being in a space Mm -hmm. where you don't, you don't know where you are. You don't know the people around you, like how terrifying that has to be just all the time being like, who are you? What's going on? Where am I? Right, right. Jarring. And it's just, I, it, I just, yeah, don't even want to think about it. Just in general. I'm scared of like death. So same. Do we need to have a death episode? Because yeah. Do you ever just like, sometimes I just sit there. I'm like, wow. Like just one day. I'm going to be gone. Yeah. There's like, I'm not going to 
be able to feel or see or you know, I have that things. fear, that thought so many times that sometimes I walk around like and I go, I know people don't think about this as much as I do, but like why aren't you? Why aren't you yeah. all thinking about because how Because everybody would be paralyzed in fear. <laughs> so instead we just are. Yeah. But I'm like, how are you not terrified at the prospect of ceasing to exist that everything you know about yourself could go away? No, no one else? Okay, we're just yeah. pretending that Happy birthday, getting older is fine. Another podcast. Okay, fine. another podcast. I'm sweating. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one other kind of thing was as my wife and I are trying to get pregnant and whatnot, you know, we're getting older now, so we want to get pregnant soon so that we're able to, you know, grow up with our hopeful kids and be able to be there coherently and do all the things that we want to do with them. So. You know, just the fear of if you are in such a state where you're not able to run mm-hmm. around, play with them, like, you know, walk for their weddings, graduations, all that type of stuff. It Getting older sucks. It's just no. Yeah. Can we stop it? I Elon, mean, did you figure that out yet? Not yet, unless we're all robots with chips. But it just, it's a roller coaster, right? That you're climbing up and you can't say, never mind, I want to go back down. And that's what's scary about getting older. Did you? I saw, uh, I think, a thing on TikTok the other day where it was a guy just doing a TikTok. He's like, you know what? If this is a simulation, this fucking sucks. My yeah. ki- the guy who's controlling me is bullshit. He goes, hey, I don't want to do this wake up, go to work every day. I'm 29. I should have more shit to do. I want the guy who's controlling Elon Musk. Give me that fucking controller. This is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like you picked wrong. Like yeah. change it now. Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm scared. That's yeah. my ending note. Kayla, do we need a moment? <laughs> I think we do. Okay. Uh, let's wrap this up before we spiral, shall we? <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week. We'll, of course, have another episode again, perhaps with some special guests or guests on the challenge and or the circle. And that's it. As always, see you next week. Well, that's it for this episode of Wrong Opinions Only. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK, where we'll be dropping some clues and hints to upcoming episodes. Until then, JK out.